side. And um, it's the second day of Songkran. Yesterday was the first official day of Songkran. Uh, it's very bright here. I'm not sure if we've got uh, microphone noise um, because we've actually got quite a strong breeze here as well. If it is, I can move to a slightly quieter spot. But good morning to everybody. This is Good Morning Thailand solo version, solo edition. Uh, Tim filling in for the team as uh, they're taking a well-deserved Songkran break. So uh, just going to check whether you can actually hear me because that's important. And secondly, whether you've got uh, any microphone um, wind noise. Uh, a little bit's okay uh, because we are outside. There is going to be disturbances. We've got a bit of music. We've got the gardeners out here. Uh, otherwise, it's... Um, Da, 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 da. We've got messages coming in. So what are we saying? Can hear you sounds good. Audio is great. Okay, so we'll move on. All right, so I'm going to just bring you up to date with a couple of stories, and then we're going to have a really good chat about what I'm calling the Songkran debacle. Suffice to say, I'm pretty pissed off with both the government and probably the revelers uh, over this whole Songkran thing. The way it's been handled over the past month has just been ridiculous, and it's ended up being seen as ridiculous because of what's happened, which I'll report to you very soon. Okay, so we are coming to you from uh, Five Star Marine. Now, yes, they have been sponsors uh, in the past. I'm not sure if they're currently sponsors or not, but you're gonna see uh, people arriving. Um, Five Star Marine, they've got, I think, 11 boats, and uh, they are going to be making their way out onto uh, well, the, the islands around Phuket. So as you can see, people uh, arriving. So there's going to be plenty of this going on during uh, during the program. If it gets too noisy, just tell me, and we'll uh, we'll try and move somewhere quieter. I don't think there is anywhere quieter, but we'll uh, we'll we'll do our best. All right. So uh, okay, just some of the main stories. Let's just uh, go and see what we can find. Um, now, the, the main story that was led on uh, the Bangkok Post and also some of the, uh, uh, the Phuket News did it as well, was a situation where the Prime Minister, good heavens, as if he hasn't got more important things to do, has had to step into this whole Songkran debacle because the whole idea of water splashing and water pistols and water guns, uh, after much debate and to and fro and meetings with the double CSA and traders protesting and uh, the president of the Pattaya Business Association sort of shaking his fist and saying we need to have water splashing. All that has ended up with a whole lot of absolutely nothing because in some spots, not all, some spots, uh, there was a lot of water splashing. Certainly on the 12th of April, which was the night leading up to Songkran. Now I'm going to actually use you to help me uh, find out exactly what was going on. So, okay, Toby, thank you very much. Toby Price, uh, water fights in Bangla Road and Soy 6 Pattaya yesterday. This is what I want to know. I know there were water fights in Bangla Road and thank you to all those people that sent us videos. I know there was water fights the night before Songkran in Chawang Beach in Samui. So I, I know that, but where else? Was there water fights last night or on the night before Songkran in Pattaya, it seems? far as uh, Toby's concerned, was in Soy 6. Uh, sick Puppy saying that Kalsan Road was going off. Uh, were you actually there, Sick Puppy? Because uh, we'd actually like to have somebody who was actually at these venues. 
Uh, what about soy cowboy? What about Nana? What about down in Silom? Uh, what about in Chiang Mai, where water fights are popular every year? Was there water fights there? What annoys me is that we went through this month of to and fro and all these debates and should we have water fights and will people have to wear masks and will they be limited to the size of the water pistol? We went through all this and the CSA eventually said no, no water fights. And then clearly some arrangements have been made between some of the business associations and perhaps, allegedly, maybe, possibly, the local constabulary, where these a blind eye was turned and some of these events actually went ahead. Now, I don't mind people want to have fun. That's fine with me. I thought the whole banning of the Songkran water fights was a bit of a furphy anyway, because the Thai government seemed very risk averse. And if nothing else, they're just determined to try and keep this uh, COVID fear going as long as they can. That might be a bit unfair. Maybe it's uh, just during Songkran when a lot of people are moving out of the, uh, the main cities and going back to their homes. Maybe it was truly about trying to limit any bad uh, rises of infections. As Thailand seems to be one of the few countries in Asia, I wonder if you're getting wind noise now. I think you probably would be. So let's just go to your comments and uh, see what you're saying about these, uh, these fights. So um, hopefully it doesn't F up the whole restriction easing. Thank you very much, the Donlum. Uh, hi Tim, uh, being from Australia, can I get, I'll have to get, address that Neil H a little bit later. Part of your water fights will be on the 19th, says Sick Puppy. Uh, bit of speculation, I'll just turn that off, that noise. Got enough noise in the background. Bangla Road was busier than 2019 peak. Uh, no joke, says Joseph. Not from what I've seen. I mean, I've seen uh, Bangalore Road pretty busy. I, I'm a resident of Phuket. Um, the world decided two years ago is enough, says Ryan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, audio is still very good. Thank you, Hans, for that. Uh, Bangalore Road and most of downtown Patong were full of water fights. Police were in full force and just controlling traffic. This is what I thought was actually going to happen, that the police would just go, what, what water fights? Why they would do that, why there wasn't more enforcement of what the government's edict was. As I said, I don't mind the water fights going ahead. It's just the government should have, and the tiger predicted many times, we said in code, despite these rules, we're sure that there are going to be some water splashing and water fights around. And it, it's come out to be correct, because I just knew what was going to happen. And the fact that uh, there was all this kerfuffle yesterday with the Prime Minister of Thailand notifying the Phuket governor to inform the residents about the bans on water splashing. I mean, what a load of codswallop. We knew it was going to happen. And then, of course, people get out their cameras and they shoot all these water fights. And it goes up onto YouTube and Facebook and we're talking about it. And guess who looks stupid? The government looks ridiculous. They can't control they're tourists, they can't control their residents. What sort of message does this send out to the rest of the world? More of your comments. Press that like button, says Anil. I couldn't agree more, thank you very much. Good morning, Tim, from Australia, enjoy your day. Thank you, King Cardano, 2.9 million ADA. Still don't understand. Uh, sick puppy, oh, could you stop messaging a sick puppy? We've got other people to attend to. 
Uh, yesterday's WS was full in Patia, but no water fights. Oh, Walking Street, okay. You might have to write the actual words, I'm not that smart. Uh, I saw two fools fighting on Kalsan Road in the video. Hi Tim and everyone there, says Prince Tom. Uh, well, everyone is me. These people are going out on tours uh, in Pangna Bay with Five Star Marine. Thank you very much to Sean and his team for letting me sit here in the corner and natter onto you. Even provided me with a little bit of Nam Plao, which I'm gonna drink now. Uh, okay. I enjoyed your grocery shopping. Yeah, look, I, yesterday I was out grocery shopping and I, I do it once a week. And it wasn't very scientific and it wasn't planned. I literally turned my camera on and just nah, 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 for three or four minutes saying, I didn't really notice that the prices for what I was buying had increased. The chicken might've been a little bit more expensive, but it wasn't like overly, amazingly, incredibly more expensive. So yeah, that was a little video I did yesterday. Summary of multiple reports about the water splashing yesterday for those who claimed that it wasn't illegal to splash water at the Tapai Gate yesterday and who cares? Uh, Tapai Gate is, tell me if I'm wrong, uh, Bob Torn 100, that's in Chiang Mai. Good morning, second day, Songkran day. Yes, today's the second day of Songkran. It's uh, April the 14th. What do you uh, with you complaining, Tim, the government now will be cracking down now by not lifting restrictions? <laughs> we're just one tiny little voice when it comes to... Well, we're not complaining, absolutely not complaining. All we're doing is delivering the news. We're just saying exactly what happened. Now, you can't blame us for anything that happened after Songkran. If you want to blame anybody, you can blame the police for not enforcing the uh, apparent rules, and you can blame the revellers, but don't go and blame the media for reporting what happened. If somebody wants to write an editorial and wax lyrical about why it's bad and why the revellers are bad and why things should be open, then okay, that's an opinion. But we're just reporting the news uh, with no spin. Uh, so yeah, just get used to that. Inflation is real in the US, says Ryan Bishop. 20% increase on all food and restaurants. Yeah, we were talking yesterday in a quick report I did about inflation and if you had noticed it. But for now, I just want to finish with this uh, water splashing story. Uh, big hats off to Sir Tim for shepherding the program solo. Thank you very much, Rohit. Greetings from Airlie Beach. Can't wait to get back. AJF. AJF, I love Airlie Beach. It was one of my favourite holiday destinations. I used to use it as a base to head out to places like Hamilton Island and Hayman Island. Um, beautiful area up there in the Sundays. I think uh, that really gave me my taste for island life and one of the reasons I think I probably ended up here in Thailand. Uh, what is the best food delivery service to use in Thailand? Asked Travel and Bob. I seem to use Food Panda a lot. There's been a lot of change and restaurants moving from this to this and to shoppy deliveries and to grab food. And there seems to be uh, also a lot of increases in just the delivery fees. It used to be free delivery. Now most have at least some delivery fee. Uh, food Panda seems in my area to give me a range of restaurants that suits my needs. But uh, that's not necessarily a recommendation. It's just uh, what I use. I think Grab Food and uh, Food Panda are the two biggest in Thailand. Uh, but the sky doesn't look clear. Well, I think you could probably... I agree. 
Uh, I would say that it's about a sort of 50% cloud cover. It's, you know, fluffy white clouds. I think uh, nothing that's suggesting any rain at all. If you just want a quick weather report, we've got a, a light northeast wind of around about 8 to 10 knots, uh, and it's probably about 32 degrees already. And I've got an itchy nose. Oh, excuse me. Don't know what's causing that. Uh, okay, let's, um, uh, just as I predicted about the water fights, if the police try to stop it, they should get wet too, says somebody 86. <clears throat> Yeah, well, I mean, the thing is, uh, the police were damned if they do and damned if they don't. If they did enforce it, it just would have been very bad media. It would have made really bad videos and people uploading onto Facebook and YouTube and social media of police arresting people or stopping the fights. It just would have looked bad. So uh, it was always going to end up in a bit of a mess. <clears throat> Indeed, a bit of a wet mess. What did I do last night? I watched a movie and I was in bed by about 10 so I could be here with you and uh, working with the writers to get stories out on thetiger.com. So Jay could handle the sun today. Uh, yeah, well, we're in the shade at the moment, so yeah, Jay would be much happier, I think. Another one of the uh, five-star marine boats heading out and I'm glad to say that there's a lot of people uh, heading out to the islands. There's just boats uh, going past every couple of minutes. There's still people arriving. I think uh, Sean was saying the busiest time will be sort of around 10 to 11 today as people heading out to the islands. And all their boats are going out today, so a very busy time for them, despite uh, the numbers of tourists generally being down. Uh, Five Star Marine have sort of weathered, a bit like the Tiger has sort of weathered the, um, the situation with uh, the, the low number of tourists coming to Thailand and the lower numbers of people online uh, finding out about Thailand, just getting rid of all these messages that are coming on my phone. Uh, so, yeah, um, they've done pretty well to, to make sure all their boats are full. A lot, of course, of local tourism. And uh, the Thais, I think, are sort of discovering their own country over the past couple of years. They're being uh, told and stimulated financially to get out and have a look at their own country. That's probably not a bad thing. Uh, Lewis says the water fights uh, was with water guns. Yeah, yeah, that's how they usually do the water fights. Somebody yesterday complaining they had a bucket of water thrown over them, like a whole bucket of icy cold water as they were driving along the beach road in Patong. Uh, they ended up driving into the back of the car in front of them. And uh, apart from getting soaking wet, they also had to pay the costs of repair to their motorbike and to the back of the car they ran into. Um, usually, for a full song crime, you would know that if you're out on a motorbike to be quite careful about where you're going uh, because you will get buckets of water thrown on you, but at least you know yesterday probably they weren't expecting that. Um, okay, FYI, Mr J is on holidays visiting his family next week, says Andy. Yeah, okay, I'm not sure how you know what Jay's doing, but good luck to you. Uh, Bob Toms 100 is reporting from Chiang Mai. Authorities posted warning messages not to water play, powder and water tunnels, but signs were only posted in Thai, so tourists were surprised when faced by the local TA army and police. Yeah, if anybody gets arrested and fined over uh, water splashing during Songkran, it's just going to be such bad media. Uh, we'll certainly 
publicise and write about any of those particular situations. Where is Jay today? Jay won't be back until next Monday. Uh, they are not supposed to use ice. Well, they weren't even supposed to use water yesterday, but they did. Heard some got fined a couple of thousand Thai baht on Kalsan Road for playing with water. Uh, and some water fighting banned, is it possible to use flamethrowers? Ask Pepper. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, water uh, splashing was banned, so yeah, it looks like flamethrowers would be okay. Uh, people are asking, where is he? <clears throat> I've told you, Andy, he's on holidays. He's, I don't know, he's probably visiting his family. I know he's in Phuket. Doesn't really matter where he is. He's away, be back next week. That's about all I can tell you, it's about all I know. Um, okay, and uh, Samui had water fights. Yes, I saw videos at uh, Chawang, the main street of Chawang, where water fights were going crazy yesterday. Tim, if you order an American breakfast, don't let them serve you a hot dog. Uh, I don't uh, ever order American breakfasts. There are a lot of really, really cool breakfasts you can have in Thailand, all the way from the traditional Thai breakfast, which I don't particularly like, uh, but there are some great places doing sort of Western-style uh, breakfast. I call them Western style because they're, they've got their own particular Thai spin, but uh, yeah, I, I enjoy those as well. I usually have breakfast at home, usually cereal or um, sort of muesli, rarely a cooked breakfast, but uh, be tapping away and having a bite, BBC or CNN or something going over in the corner just to keep me up to date with world news and uh, getting ready for the show each day. The breakfast pork hot dogs are scary. Yeah, I mean, if you get those little uh, chicken hot dogs or pork hot oh, they're a bit, uh, bit rough. Don't know what's in them, but I'd say that if I was in the West, uh, let alone here in Thailand. Jay's currently itching his beard in a recliner watching, says Spicy Roads. Yes, Jay's trying to grow a beard at the moment. Well, he's not trying. He will grow a beard, and it's going to be pretty furry by the time he comes back next week. A very catchy shirt. Yeah, this is one of the uh, the famous uh, Noom's mum shirts. So thank you very much to her. Just wanted to bring you up to date with the situation of uh, the typhoon. No, it's not a typhoon. A tropical storm called Megi, M-E-G-I. That's uh, what it's been named. And uh, it's currently got a death toll of 80 people up a long way from yesterday. And some 42,000 people have been displaced. It's mostly passed uh, through the Philippines in the southeast area over the weekend. It's only now that uh, some of these tolls are becoming evident as the authorities get into more remote areas and discover more bodies. And most of the people were killed from landslides, uh, basically being buried under tons of um, sort of liquefied mud. So that's the situation in the Philippines. Our thoughts go out to all the people who are suffering there and uh, uh, good wishes to the emergency responders who are getting into those areas and trying to sort out the mess. That's the latest on the tropical storm Megi, M-E-G-I. Uh, so let's go to more of your comments. When will the tiger go global like BBC and CNN? I heard the UK government is selling Channel 4, asks Anthony. Well, the tiger has... Um, dabbled in doing something outside Thailand. We tried Vietnam for a while. We tried our Asian News Today program doing more regional news. Uh, every time we sort of move away from Thai-specific news, it, it doesn't seem to work. Um, we are quite quick to try things, and then if they don't work, throw them under the bus. 
that's the way you sort of have to do things these days in this uh, fast-moving online world. Uh, maybe we might try uh, one day to move outside the scope of uh, the tiger here in Thailand. But for now, <coughs> the, the problem, of course, is the tiger, T-H-A-I, hello, G-E-R, sort of um, makes the domain and the name of the company and the whole brand uh, quite Thai-specific. But that's all we need. We only need uh, Thailand. Uh, our main audiences are, of course, in the Thai language because our website's in Thai language and English language. Our, uh, we've got the whole of Thailand, some 67 million people there as a possible audience. And in English, we've got three audiences, the people who have come to Thailand and want to keep up to date with what's happening here. Uh, they like the country. The people that live in the country, and a lot of expats have left over the past two years, but hopefully many of them will return to either retire, visit, long-term stays, or as uh, expats working here. And the third audience is uh, people who are looking forward to coming to Thailand in the future, looking for information, and just want to find out more about the country. So that's a fairly long answer to your fairly simple question. This is a free consulting session for Tim. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, the Thailand tourist and expat market is your sweet spot. Well, I mean, we have to say, uh, all you guys and the English speakers are only a small part of our actual, actual Tiger audience. Uh, the Tiger makes most of its money from the Thai language pages. Uh, we don't actually have currently uh, much of a video presence in Thai. But uh, if you're looking at revenue, just a bit of a secret, most of our revenue comes from Thai readers and the Thai side of our website. The English side is a much smaller audience. It's still one of the, it's still the second largest audience of uh, viewers and readers in Thailand, but uh, it's nothing compared to the, uh, the number of Thai people using our service. Uh, Lewis says, I'm waiting for November to book anything. Yeah, let's hope by November things are back to some semblance of normal. I'm not going to use the word normal because I don't think we're going to see anything like life in the world of tourism and travel uh, pre-2020. It's uh, going to be at least a decade off before we see recoveries that will measure anything like those sort of numbers. The world's now facing a number of other black swan events a number of other headwinds, uh, dark clouds, turbulence, however you want to say, and I think it's going to keep the travel industry dampened around the world, despite the, uh, the obvious, thank you for all these people sending us messages, uh, the, um, what they call it, the pent-up demand that's out there. I think we've got uh, a few rough years in the travel industry, and I predict it could take up to a decade to get it least Thailand back to those numbers of pre-2020. I know a lot of you will disagree with that, but that's my considered opinion. Uh, Andrew says there's an election in the US in November, so COVID will be back in a major way. I believe there's an election in Australia. There's a general election uh, on May the 31st. Uh, I have zero interest in that. Good luck to all the players. Uh, Mark Lynn, I'll be there next month, but still have no answers to the test and go. That's the situation. We don't know as of today, and they're apparently going to have a meeting on April the 22nd to decide whether they're going to increase the, uh, well, sorry, they're going to remove the on-arrival PCR test and prepaid SHA hotel. 
So uh, we hear about that probably on April the 22nd. So uh, that's meant to happen on May the 1st. Will it happen? Will it not? I'm predicting it probably will, but don't take my word for it. At the moment, if you apply for a Thailand pass, you'll still have to uh, pay for a PCR test on arrival and a one night in an SHA plus hotel. That's the current rule. And until it's in the Royal Gazette, and until it's been communicated to all the overseas embassies and to the people running the Thailand pass, that will remain the rule. Nice big boat coming now. See it uh, just arriving. Can we see it there? Nice big boat. People are, oh, they're already on the boats. They're getting ready. You'll see more people arriving in a moment. I'll take you for a bit of a walk in a moment. Just put my phone back down there. There we go. The caviar must be nice at their monthly meeting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, May 21 for the Australian election. Thank you for confirming that. Who's down for some drinks in Pattaya? I think uh, many, many, many thousands of people. And it's good to see uh, some of these tourism hotspots are busier now than they've been for a long, long time. Uh, Songkran, of course, uh, Songkran, of course, increasing the Thai tourism, so a lot of local people getting out. We noted at My Beach Resort, probably 80 to 90% of the guests there were Thais, and that's pretty much the scene uh, around the country that a lot of Thais moving around, not only to their homes, but also taking advantage of the, the long break and doing some travelling. But there are more foreign tourists here than there have been for the past two years, and it's good to see uh, a little bit of life in the old girl yet, and uh, Thai tourism starting to improve. But as we've said, and you just got to get your calculator out, the numbers are still below 10% of what they were pre-COVID. So we've got a long, long, long way to go uh, to open up the country. Hopefully conditions uh, economically will improve around the world and then people will start coming back to Thailand when it uh, keeps on opening up. Uh, Lewis, has there been any talk about opening up any other businesses, bars, not restaurants, bars and massage places? At the moment, they've still got this ban on bars and things and that's sort of going to continue um, under the current scenario, the, the, the government's very risk averse and every time they've had these surges in the past, generally, not specifically, but it has been bars and some of these um, uh, fancy massage parlours that have been causing the problems where the spreads and clusters. So the government seems to be very risk averse about the reopening of bars. but. Um, They've allowed it to happen anyway through a whole lot of uh, subterfuge and paperwork and we've got these restaurant bars which are basically operating as full bars. So a bit like Songkran, there's the rule and then there's reality. That's just the way things happen. Prince Tom, I can't go to Thailand until the US government let me show the planet how to level a city by control. No idea what you're talking about. Uh, GoPro Joe, sorry I can't pre-read your questions. I just have to get halfway in and go, ah, can't read that. Gas prices in Thailand are about the same as USA right now, I think. Uh, I th you call it gas, we call it petrol. Uh, so petrol prices are at the moment, depending on which particular petrol you use, I use 91 in my uh, Honda and uh, it's around about 40 baht a litre at the moment. It's been like that for the past, uh, past month really. So uh, you'll have to do a conversion for 40 baht a litre, but I think that's still quite a lot cheaper than the US. Tell us if I'm wrong.
Uh, shot in the face with a water gun riding my bike, causing me an accident, says Chris. Very sorry to hear that. But uh, yeah, I think people riding along in their bikes might have been surprised by some of the water fights. And uh, oh, So uh, a shot in the eye with a water pistol or a bucket of water over you would uh, probably been a bit of a surprise. Germany has nearly run out of gas, apparently. Not sure how true that is. Uh, I think when you're talking gas in Germany, you're actually talking about LPG, liquid petroleum gas. And uh, yeah, that's obviously it's partly to do with what's happening in Russia and Ukraine at the moment. Where's your mate Forrest Lee? Why haven't you had him on lately? He's in Phuket, says David Kent. Oh, I actually did an interview with Forrest about, what, three weeks ago? And uh, Forrest is still an FOT, a friend of Tiger. Um, yeah, we were having sort of guests onto the Good Morning Thailand program. We might look at that in the future. But at the moment, we're just sticking with our small group, sort of keeping control of our content. Uh, we look forward to perhaps getting some other voices on the program or programs in the future, including Forrest, who's uh, always welcome to drop in, and we, uh, we like Forrest. 40 baht a litre equals $4.50 a gallon, higher than current US average, says Andrew Pullen. Is 40 baht for a litre $4.50 a gallon? I don't know. Um, but might be. Mark of the 10 is Omni666 Mark of the Beast, says Wesley Curry. Good on you. Thank you very much for that. Uh, dating guru, don't bring Forrest on as fun as a bunch of toilet paper. Okay, dating guru, obviously you don't like Forrest, but he's very welcome to come back. Tim, you're uh, close to, too close to the camera. Okay, I'll move it back a bit. How's that? I'll move it as far away as you like. I have no interest in being too close. Give you a bit more of an idea what's happening there in the background. How's that? Is that better? Uh, Chris Bucko, people talk about the dangers of water. It's dangerous. Uh, it was illegal and cops did nothing about it. Thank you. Bring pretty girls on, says Thug Life. Are there any pretty... I, I can't see any pretty girls. I could open up my shirt a bit. How would that do? No water fights in Nana area, but Kalsan was wet. Yeah, I mean, you can see pretty quickly with the videos. Uh, all you need to look is at the, the road underneath. You'll know if there's been water fights or not. Question, and I've just got to find a way of slowing the stream down. Hang on, how we do that? Anthony, question, I was looking at electric bikes. Will they become more common in Thailand? And do you need a license to ride them just like normal petrol bikes? Will charging stations become common in rural areas? Uh, I was looking at an electric motorbike uh, just recently. They're actually very good and very fast and quite natty and not overly expensive uh, compared to their uh, petrol counterparts. They are more expensive at the moment. Uh, I don't know how many of them are actually manufactured in Thailand. I decided to buy another petrol bike. Um, I, at the moment, haven't seen a lot of infrastructure for charging them at the moment, but most of them you are able to uh, plug them into your mains at home to recharge them overnight. That's the way the electric bikes work. Uh, the electric car is a different situation. So, um, yes, you do have to have a license to ride them. There are some scooters that are electric that uh, have now been banned. It's, I think, to do with the horsepower and the rating. But I know those literal electric scooters, they've pretty much been banned from the roads. So, of course, what do they do? They go on to the sidewalk, and that's even more dangerous. 
Question I was looking, oh, they were one question from Rohit. Do you have a section on the website for aspiring expats to discuss the cost of living? I like the sections about legal and real estate advice. Good idea. Uh, yeah, I think we're going to have a sort of a visa stroke expat sec section on the website because there's obviously a lot of questions. The problem is that if you Google those sort of that information, you've got to check the dates on when the stories were written because a lot of it changes, particularly at the moment, of course, and the information might be old news. So uh, just be careful of any advice you find on Google. But uh, yeah, maybe we need to have a section, uh, part of the menu at the top, uh, visas, stroke, expats, uh, information, and you can find out about the latest entry rules, um, the different changes, and the different visas that are available. Good idea, thank you very much. Uh, just scrolling down, uh, 40 baht is around about $1.25. That, that's a litre, I think he was converting litres, uh, baht per litre to gallons per dollar. A lot of conversion going on. That's quite a strong breeze. I'm sure you can hear that. I'm a US Navy soldier, says Pepper, and currently stuck on the SS Roosevelt somewhere outside Taiwan. That's very interesting, Pepper. Uh, I'm not sure if you can tell us exactly where you are for security reasons. That sounds like a very interesting detail. Of course, uh, the situation in Taiwan is something that we're watching very closely in the region. And it's a story that we will keep you updated if there's any milestones, if there's any uh, major sabre rattling. We were reporting, for example, uh, in the Philippines, the government there and a new um, uh, presidential candidate was uh, sort of shaking their finger at China uh, about Taiwan and the name of the seas between the Philippines and Taiwan. That was last week. Jean, Jean Lee Della. Husay says, can you talk about the teaching English situation now in Thailand? It's not good. Uh, it used to be, um, well, I mean, okay, I'll separate this into the ED visa situation, which is very difficult to get now, and a lot of those schools don't exist anymore. And then there is the teaching uh, English as a second language here in Thailand. Now, there are actually plenty of jobs available. A lot of the expats and the teachers left. So, I'm not sure if what websites are around. Um, I'd perhaps call some of the English as a second language schools and ask them because I understand that uh, there are quite a lot of jobs available for people who would like to come to Thailand at the moment. The problems are more related to the work permits and having to leave Thailand, the cost of that, and then getting back into Thailand at the moment. So a whole lot of issues. But if you contact one of those schools, the uh, English as a second language schools, and ask them, I think they'll be able to give you some much better advice. But I understand that there's a bit of shortage of English speaking teachers in Thailand. What if he's a Marine on a Navy ship? I have no idea what the question. The ED visa is, um, we've actually done a story with uh, Ben Hart from Integrity Legal about this will be coming out in the next few weeks. He sort of said that the ED visa as a way of sort of coming here and going to school once a week and then uh, spending your time in the bars and the beaches, 
Uh, that's pretty much dead now, and it's a much more difficult situation. Even the big universities, where you've sort of got to attend every day, they're much more resistant to offering these ED visas. So just be careful if you're applying for an ED visa. Make sure it's legal, and uh, just check on probably quite onerous conditions to comply with your ED visa at the moment. Uh, what else have we got here? Um, so, M. Maranta, ED visa by Pfizer. Don't understand. The interesting thing is that the Thai government has put a cap on diesel, keeping trucking costs down, and the US diesel is a lot more expensive than petrol. Uh, Kion Noons, that's correct. The Thai government currently has a cap on the diesel price at 30 baht a litre. It's getting more difficult. The government's throwing money at that, uh, trying to keep the diesel cost down, which is sort of artificially keeping some of the food costs and uh, food costs down. That's what I noticed in my video yesterday, that a lot of the food costs that relate to transport costs uh, didn't seem to be going up very much yet. So thank you on that. Uh, QR street vendors recovering. Uh, feel a bit sorry for the street vendors. Uh, street vendors still doing okay. Um, I still enjoy a bit of street food. I've got my favourites, the banana pancake and uh, the little um, shaslicks, a bit of meat on a stick cooked sort of in front of you. Um, I've had very, I don't think I've ever had food poisoning from a street vendor by the way. I know some people have get food poisoning anywhere in the world but I've never really noticed uh, Thai street food as a particularly bad problem in that regard. Um, okay what else do we have? Um, Tim can you teach us how to save face? I keep losing mine says Jonas. Yeah, I keep losing mine too, so I'm not really very good to advise you. Thanks, Tim, for holding down the fort. Uh, my pleasure. Dive boats, operating, day trips, liverboards, Mark. Uh, they're few and far between, but they are running. Uh, Five Star Marine doesn't sort of really run those type of trips. Most of them are day trips in their boats. Do you want to go and have a look at one of their boats? It's one of these Lucas boats. So we're just going to go for a bit of a walk. And, uh, have a look at the boats they use. Hope you can keep hearing me. This is Nut here who's uh, looking after the fort for Sorry Sean and uh, he's done himself a bit of an injury. It wasn't alcohol, I've already checked. <laughs> so uh, I'll turn the camera around so you can see where I'm going and you can see all the boats. Uh, Lucas 1 all the way up to Lucas 11 uh, that represent Five Star Marine. And I have to compliment these people. They've actually done a great job with these boats and keeping their business going during a very difficult time. Uh, so yeah, they're just waiting for their guests to arrive and already about four of their boats have headed out to, uh, to the islands. Just walking back to our little home where we've been. Uh, and good morning to Sean Stenning, who is on a movie set today. Five Star Marine have been contracted to uh, take people to and fro a movie set. The movie business in Thailand is booming. <laughs> a lot of uh, foreign companies coming here, so let's try and protect the wind noise, uh, trying to protect uh, the wind noise. Yes, uh, tr trying to make films um, because it's quite easy still in Thailand. Quite a lot of uh, movies 
going on here, not just Thai, but also uh, foreign movies. So great to see that at least that part of the industry is doing well. I make some really good films here in Thailand too, a, a really good film industry. Question, are there schools that teach Thai that expats can go to learn Thai? Question from Dream Mix. Well, I'm a bit of an expert in this. I've tried three times at three different schools. Well, one was actually a private tutor to learn how to speak Thai. I find it a particularly difficult language. I can sort of get by ordering my food but that and just perfunctory greetings, but beyond that, um, uh, no. I, I've failed. Yes, there are schools that you can learn how to speak Thai, less than there used to be. And it used to be that the ED visas drove a lot of the opening of those schools. So foreigners could come here on the pretense of uh, learning Thai. And many of them, of course, were. But uh, they were really just a pretense to, uh, to, to get a visa. And the schools flourished because of that. Most of those have closed down at the moment uh, over the past two years. Pretty sure that is what 99% of the education visas are for, but they are mostly abused. Absolutely. And that was from GoPro Joe. A very nice location, says Tata Raquel. Yeah, this is uh, basically a boat lagoon. It's um, just outside the main uh, boat parking area. And uh, it's a sort of newer buildings and a pier that's built along the, the side of the canal that takes you out into um, Bangna Bay. So from here you've got around about a, oh, a five minute trip until you get out into open waters. Uh, five, maybe ten minutes depending on uh, the boat you're on and if they're sticking to the speed limit or not. Um, Thai only has 42 phonemes, English has 44. I, don't really want to get into the intricacies of the Thai language. I understand it's uh, quite complicated, but I think if you're Thai and you're trying to learn English or any other language, I think it's probably equally, equally complicated. There's just no easy comparisons between the two languages. The way the sentences are constructed, it's all quite different. What's your favourite island to visit, Tim? Asked Weston Hepworth, a member. Thank you very much for becoming a member. And a good question. Well, I tell you quite simply, my favourite island is Phuket. And that's uh, where I choose to live and uh, enjoy my weekends. And perhaps in the future, a little bit of extra time as well. Uh, Phuket's also got around about 30 or so islands uh, within around about a, a, a two hour boat trip. And uh, just a bit further north, you've got the Similand Islands, which are very beautiful, particularly popular for divers. Um, ha, uh, Kopipile, where Maya Bay is, is a particularly interesting, sort of mysterious uh, architecture there. Architecture, the geographics, uh, the geography, I think that's the word. Uh, that's a really interesting place. Um, it's not just Maya Bay, there's some other really interesting little alcoves there. That's uh, Kopipi Lei, one of the two Kopipi islands. Uh, I really like that. The islands have got different sort of vibes. There are sort of islands you can go to party and there's ones, ones you can go and sort of spend the day alone on the beach. Uh, and there's ones that have got uh, snorkeling. Uh, there's, uh, I think it's called Banana Beach, which is just off uh, Chalong Bay. 
and uh, that's run by one of the local families and that's uh, quite good for families and you can go there and sort of eat Thai food and go snorkeling and just enjoy a really nice beach. Or Phuket itself has got 38 <coughs> quite nice beaches. <coughs> Patong Beach is the most popular but it's certainly not the prettiest. In fact, it's probably down the bottom of the list as far as nice beaches are concerned. I like Nihan Beach down uh, the south of the island. I also like uh, wandering up uh, in the north. They've got the Maikau Beach, which is very long and straight. It's uh, fairly dangerous to swim there during the wet season, but uh, this time of year you can go walking up there and you won't see another person all day. <coughs> That's what I'm thinking. Uh, I want to settle there, says Anil RC. Well, always do your homework. If you're going to retire in Thailand, just come and stay here for a couple of months. Go and stay in a few other places, get some comparisons, ask lots of questions, <clears throat> do lots of homework before you start uh, selling your couch at home. Uh, the Snives says online jobs are nil. Yes, um, plenty of on, you can work online here in Thailand. As a digital nomad, the problem is at the moment, whilst we're waiting for <clears throat> some sort of appropriate visa for digital nomads is uh, exactly what visa you're going to have. Uh, working online you can either declare what you're doing there or not declare it, that's entirely up to you. Uh, but um, yeah, getting a long stay visa is going to be a bit of a problem. Smart visas are one way of doing it but it's only appropriate for about six different industries at the moment. <clears throat> Tim, have they construct, uh, started constructing the high-speed train in Thailand? Whoa! Yes, they have, but uh, it's going very, very slowly. This is the first leg of the high-speed train, which will go from Bangkok to Nakhon Ratchasima, I think. Eventually, it'll go all the way up to Nong Khai before crossing the Lao border and join with the high-speed train there that already goes from Vientiane up to the Chinese border and beyond. Um, yeah, high-speed railway I think would be really good here in Thailand. The discount airlines do a roaring trade. Uh, there's lots of flights and lots of planes that uh, are the way that you currently get around Thailand, but I think high-speed railways would be, uh, would be fantastic. <coughs> the old railways are, well, I mean, they're a little bit old and slow and relatively cheap, but uh, your railways in Thailand need uh, some, some changes. And high-speed railways have revolutionised the way you get around China, uh, not without problems, but uh, I think high-speed railway, especially north to south going through some of the main areas, would, uh, would do very, very well and open up tourism to and through Thailand. Uh, why are my Thai wife's... Uh, okay, good. Thank you for that, uh, Oliver. You nearly got me, but I discovered it before I read it. Uh, the Donlum. I dislike Koh Samui way too busy. Not sure which part of uh, Koh Samui you've been to lately, but uh, I think they've had the opposite problem. It hasn't been busy at all. Uh, perhaps pre-COVID there were times when Koh Samui or parts of Koh Samui were busy, but like on Phuket and other of these pretty islands around Thailand, there are places where you can go and pretty much spend the day without seeing anybody if you choose to go and find them. Yes, you can go to the tourist zones here in Phuket, it's Patong, but Patong's only about 3% of the Phuket landmass. Phuket is not Patong. 
it is just one place that you can go to in Phuket. There is a lot of other locations and things to do here. Uh, okay, uh, Rusty Graves. The only problem with these high-speed railways is the Chinese will want to use it sooner or later. Not sure what... <laughs> will want to use it. Don't understand what you're talking about there. Tim Day might have a viewing record today. I don't know. What is it? How many people are online? I haven't even seen the viewing figures. Let's have a quick look. Five, 589 people, and we've been going 47 minutes. Good gracious. Me nattering on. Um, I haven't really spoken much about the other news. Uh, we spoke earlier about the problems with Songkran, about the the whole toing and froing over the past month. Should we be allowed to throw water should we not and then the government said no it's banned and then uh, on the night before Songkran they were having all these water fights in some of the tourist spots uh, a bit in Patia, Kaosan Road here in Bangla Road uh, Phuket so the Prime Minister telling the governors to go and tell everybody to stop splashing the water I mean what a farce you're going to be reading more about this today and there's going to be more videos from last night and the losers in all this are the Thai government who just don't seem to have any control and if they do it certainly wasn't shown over the past two or three days. For those people that enjoyed Songkran last night with a water gun and getting wet, I hope you had a good time. But if there is a time when the government decides to add further restrictions, I hope your time getting wet was worth it. Uh, here's a good question. What do you think about... Um, oh, where's that damn question? The damn questions move so quickly. Scrolling back. Uh, somewhere, here we are. From Man. What do you think about visa agents, good idea or not? If you want to come to Thailand, either to get a Thailand pass or to get a, a visa beyond a on-arrival tourist visa... There are lots of visa agents. I've used them in the past. I used to do a visa run every 90 days down to Penang, which was a part of the company structure I used to have when we started the Tiger. And I used a visa agent in Penang to, to make the preparations down there. And it all went very smoothly and I paid for the pleasure. Now with visa agents, like with anything else, just make sure you choose a good one, either from a recommendation or do some homework or just put out the red flags when they're asking for prepayments and things like that. And uh, there's plenty of reading you can do about the procedures for visas. Visa agents are going to make your life, good ones are going to make your life getting into and staying in Thailand a lot easier. And they can usually find ways around a few stumbling blocks. But just make sure you choose a good one. There are plenty, sadly, of bad ones and plenty of scams that will take your money. Do your homework. Great show, says the Don Lum, thank you. Uh, roofing, you can see Farangs don't wear masks here. I think he's talking to uh, another person. Uh, Siam Legal, yes, Siam Legal do provide services. We've also got services at the Tiger. If you go to the menu at the top of the tiger.com, click visas, there's various uh, services there and a connection with a professional and uh, well-educated English-speaking uh, visa agent. GMT, Jay and Natty is about 35 to 37 minutes. Jay and Tim is about 50 minutes, and Tim alone is one hour, so we know who talks the most. 
honest view. I think you're probably right. But here, when I'm here by myself, I've got the time. Uh, I've got all you guys and girls asking questions. Tim, which uh, visa do you have or work permit? Well, I've got a full um, uh, visa to stay here in Thailand, which has to be renewed every year, which uh, it's a B visa, and it's connected to my work permit, which is uh, issued by my company, which is a board of investment registered company within the Kingdom of Thailand. Brad Bullout took me 48 hours to get my Thailand pass, hoping it's all smooth when I arrive in a couple of weeks, looking forward to the visit. Yeah, look, uh, people say at the moment, the airport, once you sort of get through, if there's a, a lot of planes arriving at the same time, like any time, it's gonna take you longer to get through the process. But I think the airports of Thailand have tried to make it a little bit uh, more streamlined after criticism from a Thai YouTuber last week went viral in Thailand. A lot of Thai people learning the problems that a lot of people are having coming back to Thailand at the moment. Not only Thai, but uh, of course the foreigners as well. Can I buy some tiger masks? We don't, oh, you mean a mask or a mask? We don't have either at the moment, but maybe we could do both. I just use these, these are 10 baht. Have to wear them in public. We've, uh, I've been fully vaccinated and the people here, I'm keeping two meters away from them. Um, a visa agent can do it without the retirement funds. Yeah, I mean, as I said, if there are some stumbling blocks, like the amount of money you need in a bank for a retirement visa, sometimes, allegedly, uh, and we wouldn't condone this, but a visa agent would be able to find a way around that particular paperwork. But again, do your homework. That's all I can really recommend. And it's best to get somebody to recommend you to a retirement visa, certainly not a retirement, a visa agent. Um, a nice work, Brad. Mine was quick too, came back approved in five hours. Yeah, look, people. some people are getting approved very quickly, some instantly, and some within a couple of days. Some take longer. Some have to re-upload stuff. Some people get rejected. The Thailand Pass is a stumbling block to returning to Thailand at the moment. We hope the situation will be uh, simplified. Whether they're going to stick around with the Thailand Pass long-term as a, a way of getting into Thailand. I suggested with Jay a few weeks ago that keep the Thailand pass, maybe call it something else, so that you could upload your uh, travel arrangements, your agenda for your visit, maybe your return ticket, uh, and um, maybe scan your passport, whatever, into a Thailand pass online system, have it approved, and then when you arrive in Thailand, either at a land border, or at an airport, there is a queue for you called the Thailand Pass queue. And you can just zoom through that, just scanning your paperwork or your QR code, and off you go. And all the people with visas on arrival, they're still standing in two-hour queues. Then I think the Thailand Pass would turn into something that people would uh, perhaps use and enjoy using as a service to make their visit to Thailand quicker and easier when they arrive here. Tim, on Tuesday night, it took longer to collect my bags than it did to pass through all the checks. That from Mick Herbert. Well, I mean, when I travel, even internationally, I never check in luggage. It's just the way that I prefer to travel. I prefer to get to a destination and buy a few clothes there if I need them. 
Uh, and certainly when I travel up to Bangkok every week, I just travel with my trusty backpack. That's all I take. I never, ever take a suitcase or checked in luggage. Uh, if you want to make your life hard as you travel around the world, check in a suitcase. That just slows you down at uh, every level. And these days, it's usually more expensive. 600 plus online now, super work. Thank you, Honest View, doing our best. I can't really, well, 623 people. Uh, by the way, for those people that have joined us uh, recently in the last 10, 15 minutes, we're down at uh, Boat Lagoon. That's Phuket in the background. We're at the offices of uh, Five Star Marine. We're waiting for different groups to arrive. About half their fleet have gone out for the day and uh, there are more boats waiting with their crews. Um, to take out the next lot of people that arrive. Of course, people have uh, been celebrating Songkran. They're not going to be here at half past 10 in the morning. Some of them arriving around about midday, uh, apparently. So thank you very much to Five Star Marine. But uh, I'm going to just go for another walk to show you where we are. So uh, you can see there in the background, we've sort of got uh, Boat Lagoon. And there's this uh, body of water, which has got a few houses along the side. Uh, some quite nice houses, but if you have a look over here, there's some perhaps older style houses that have got particularly good ventilation. Uh, so, yeah, there's this uh, canal that goes past the Royal Phuket Marina and then out to the, uh, the open waters of Pangna Bay. But uh, yeah, it's, it's quite a nice trip out of here from uh, Boat Lagoon and Five Star Marine. So uh, another passenger bus has just arrived and uh, people registering, being greeted by Kunnat. And um, yeah, when they arrive, they uh, just uh, get a bit of a briefing. They can have a quick, uh, quick snack, cup of coffee, cup of tea. There's some water, bananas. There's also cookies. Thank you very much, Sean, I'll have one. So uh, a very nice morning here in Phuket, about a 50% uh, cloud cover, already 32, 33 degrees, and we've got a light northeasterly uh, breeze of some eight to 10 knots. I'll have those later. Oh, I got two. Oh, silly me. All right, more questions, and then we'll probably say goodbye in about five minutes. Good heavens, we, we've nearly been going for an hour. Uh, Rusty Graves, why buy a car when you can rent the fleet. Uh, I'm not sure what's going on. We're talking about buying cars. I mean, I have a car and a motorbike, and I think if you're going to live in Thailand and you're going to properly live here, you probably need both. During the wet season, riding a motorbike, there are times when the time you want to go and the weather don't coincide and uh, you may be delayed because when it rains here, it can really piss down like a torrential monsoonal rain and it's really quite dangerous to be on the roads at those times. Won't last all day, only probably 15 minutes, half an hour, but um, those times you do definitely need a car. Of course, if you need to go more than just a kilometre or so, it's much safer to be in a car. Riding on a motorbike, of course, has uh, in increased risks, including if you fall over on a motorbike, you are going to hurt yourself. Um, the motorbike itself will get hurt, but you'll come off pretty badly if you end up on the road from a motorcycle uh, incident. Uh, and even worse, of course, if you get hit, hit by another vehicle. 
Lewis, question. What's the smoking situation in Thailand? Most bars and clubs in Japan allow smoking inside, so taking only a backpack with clothes means I have to do laundry every other day. Two issues there. Uh, well, buy some cheap clothes when you're there. Just leisure clothes and leave them there. Take your backpack with the clothes you want to take with you to the next venue and do the same. It pretty much is cheaper than paying for some of the luggage costs on some airlines. That's uh, what I've found. But I'm quite happy to travel in a very informal way. Smoking, uh, smoking is not allowed in um, public places, close to offices, uh, in restaurants and bars. It's pretty much banned inside, but uh, you can go outside and uh, have a smoke. Um, Thailand still, uh, Thais st still, a lot of them still smoke. I think somebody was saying to me the other day it was about, around about 30% of Thais still smoke. I don't sort of see that, but uh, obviously once you, well, I don't know if it's more prevalent um, once you get out of the cities, but um, yeah, I mean the smoking situation, like a lot of Western countries, it's banned in uh, public spaces and in uh, public and private buildings or inside. Uh, I got my driver's license with the driving school, did nothing, just signed my name from Noel Bryant. Yeah, uh, for the people that wondered how I got my driver's licence, it was something similar. I didn't get it in Kalsan Road. Uh, there's a very nice boat there heading out. Doesn't look like there's anybody on there at all. Just taking it out for a bit of a spin. I'd like to live on that. I'd really like to live on that. Looks very nice. Actually, if I was going to live on a boat, I'd go on, I'll get to the driving license thing in just a moment. I, I'd like to actually live on one of these. Uh, these are like a 40 foot catamaran. There's plenty of them around and you can rent them for a short time or a long time. Different companies are not particularly cheap, but you sort of have got a, a house on two hulls and uh, you can travel pretty much anywhere you like around Bang Na Bay, very stable. Not particularly fast, they're just um, a very nice, big, comfortable way to, uh, to travel. So, uh, yeah, I, I, one day I think I'd just like to sit on a boat and travel around Pang Na Bay and perhaps do some podcasts like this from the back of the boat. The driving license, yeah, a lot of the driving schools, they have got fairly lax requirements and sometimes, um, the ease of your uh, lessons can be minimised by the size of the brown paper bag. Just uh, go to the driving school and see what you can organise and tell them, oh, I don't really want to spend much time here. Mind you, <laughs> learning to drive in Thailand the correct way um, doesn't really help you drive, I can say that. And uh, you're updating your driver's licence and it can all be quite cumbersome. Any trip down to the transport department, the transport, what do they call them? The transport, I know where they are and they've been there a few times. It's not pleasant, not pleasant at all. Uh, can you rent a lot of things for a long time or short time in Thailand? You might have to be more specific, Robert. I think I might know the code that you're using, but I can't really answer it unless you ask me a specific question. Three more questions, then it's time to say goodbye. I've been speaking far too long. Uh, you will need to pay 500 baht to immigration to get a permit to sit for a driver's license. Now, all I can say about immigration and visas and driver's licenses, depending on the day that you visit these organisations, 
depending on the time of the day, the various immigration office, even the transport office, the person that you see, thing, you might get a different answer. That's just part of the wonder of living in Thailand, part of the adventure. Every day you're just not 100% sure exactly what's going to happen. Question, what's the highest viewership for a Good Morning Thailand live stream thus far? Rohit, I've got no idea, I don't really track it. Um, the live streams, as I've mentioned before, are only a, a tiny proportion of our whole audience for uh, the Good Morning Thailand program. The vast majority of people see it <clears throat> after it's been encoded and uploaded to YouTube. So uh, yeah, whilst we enjoy doing it, <clears throat> it's not a big part of the actual business for Good Morning Thailand. Question from Chan, how many dimmies do you want me to send? Chan. Um, I don't know if you can send them or how you'd send them. Uh, maybe send an email to um, tim.thetiger.com. Is it? No, no, it's timatthetiger.com. And um, we'll figure out a way to get them here. But uh, yeah, I'd love some South Melbourne dim sims. That would be fantastic. I find driving more intimidating in the UK than here. <coughs> Look, I have to say, with all the things that people say about driving in Thailand, of course there are accidents and there are deaths and it's horrible. But if you're not on a motorbike under the age of 25 or male, your rate of death on the roads in Thailand isn't much bigger than anywhere else in uh, the rest of the world. But young Thai men on motorcycles do wipe themselves out at a high proportion, mostly because of drink driving, and uh, I think the second most common reason is speed. But driving here on a day-to-day -day basis, once you sort of get used to the rhythm of the driving here, which is different from Vietnam, it's different from Malaysia, it's uniquely Thai, it's a bit like a school of fish, you just got to go with the fishes, go with the flow, and then you don't have any problems, but if you drive defensively here in Thailand, you'll get into accidents. It just doesn't work here. Different driving style, but once you've been doing it for six months, you do get used to the rhythm of Thai traffic. <clears throat> I haven't had an accident for, uh, for about nine years. Uh, the first year I had three. So you do get used to the, uh, the driving style. Um, okay, a couple of questions. Is the Thai Elite visa really worth it? That question coming from, oh gee, if I can scroll back, uh, our AJF. There is the, the Thai Elite Visa. Currently they're not a sponsor of our programs, but I will say that for those people that want a carefree uh, journey here in Thailand, a carefree stay without having to run off to immigration every couple of months, where people will go and do the 90-day reporting for you, the Elite Visa does make your life here very easy. Yes, it's more expensive. I think you've got an investment starting either at about 500,000 baht, there's an, a million baht one. Some of them go for five years, some for 10, some for 20 years. Um, so I think if you type in Elite Visa Thailand, you'll be able to find all the information about that. Um, my feeling is that uh, for some people, it, it does make it much easier for them to come to Thailand. There's also a program uh, where you can buy a condo and get an Elite Visa as part of that. 
So depending on uh, the condos, certainly not all the condos that are doing that at the moment, but some condos have got uh, some promotions whereby if you buy the condo, it's probably included in the price. I don't know how they do it, but uh, you do get an elite visa as part of it so you can stay here in the kingdom. I also say, um, just rolling back, because I'll do those two, uh, that, um, I forgot what I was going to say. That's what happens with age and when you're looking at questions and wondering what's happening behind you. Uh, I'll get back to it if I can remember. Is there anything else that you miss from Australia, says Weston Hepworth? Well, look, as much as I like the South Melbourne market dim sims, <clears throat> I wouldn't uh, go back to Australia for it. I don't really miss Australia very much. I have Australian friends here. Um, but, I mean, I decided to spend the second half of my life in a foreign country. I ended up here in Thailand. I ended up having a successful business. Uh, yeah, I'm one of the lucky ones. But I had the right attitude towards having an open mind, not expecting things to be like my home country, understanding that there were going to be plenty of hiccups, plenty of bumps in the road, and looking at them as challenges and adventures rather than as something I need to worry about or be pissed off about. There are a lot of expats I know here who spend their day being outraged and unhappy. And I just don't hang around them. I don't keep in contact with them. They just annoy me. Because if you come to a beautiful country like this, and it's got its own problems, there are a thousand little annoyances every day. But the big picture things, the weather, the culture, the food, the lifestyle, there are so many really good things about living in Thailand. But as I say to everybody, it isn't for everybody and you need to come here and spend some time before making a decision <clears throat> to make a move here, either for the short, medium or long term. But for me, it suits me. I love waking up every morning. It's hot every day, unless you're up in the north where there is an actual real cold season, but it never really gets below zero, um, even on a few weeks for the, the very short cold season. But the big picture stuff, yeah, I love living here. Here I am. 100% um, Tim, if a staff gives you hard time, run for your life and come back another day and go to another desk or branch. That's talking about immigration. Yeah, if you don't get the answer you want one day, <clears throat> go back the next day and ask somebody else. It does work. Strangely enough, it does work. Or if you don't want to go through all that kerfuffle yourself, get a visa agent but make sure you get a good one. One more question and then it's time to go. Uh, where do you put the batteries for that shirt? Thanks, Brad. Um, batteries not included. This one is solar powered. So thank you for asking. 16 years here and I love it. Just wish they would open up fully, says Paul Lewis. Yeah, look, for expats living here at the moment, it's a bit of a charmed life. It's great. Uh, the roads are a bit quieter than usual, uh, especially in the tourist areas. But um, yeah, we've sort of got the whole place to ourselves. Very, very selfish attitude, I know. We want it to open up so that all our Thai friends and the Thai businesses can fully open up again or, or reopen or just have another start. So that's why we want the place to open up ASAP. And there is literally no reason we can think of why Thailand shouldn't reduce all the restrictions immediately. But it doesn't matter what I think. 
it matters what the Thai government thinks. And all we can do is pass on what they think and what they do, because that's all that matters. It doesn't really matter what I think. Um, okay, so um, I think I'll leave it there. Elite, easy access, most affordable option for individuals who travel to Thailand frequently and proven to be the highest preferred choice selected by many applicants. It costs 600,000 and it's a one-time fee. So the question, Toby, is how many years does that leave you in Thailand? I think it's five years, but look, um, the Elite Easy Access, and there are other visas available, go onto the Elite Visa website and you can find out more about uh, options that do definitely, and it's not a scam by the way, it's real, and it's uh, very well run, and the people who are on Elite Visas enjoy the freedom it provides them. Um, okay, so with all that said, I thank you very much for watching. We've been at Five Star Marine today. <coughs> thank you to Sean Stenning and the team here, uh, Kun Nut, for looking after me. Oh, and they've taken all the food away. They must have known that I was about to uh, go and raid the other uh, food tray. But a very pleasant day here in Phuket. Uh, looks like the sky has certain, uh, the, uh, the, the air quality has improved here from two or three days ago, and hopefully that's the situation now. Other parts of Thailand, air pollution um, is a big problem in Bangkok and in the north half of Thailand uh, for at least three or four months every year. Hasn't been as bad this year as in other years. And looking at the fire maps, a lot less fires in Thailand over this year compared to other years uh, when I was doing some comparisons. But around Laos and Myanmar, or around the borders of Thailand, still plenty of fires and that smoke just drifts across the borders, depending where the wind's coming from and the upper air currents, it uh, still ends up a problem for people in Thailand. But for everybody from Good Morning Thailand, for the rest of our team at the Tiger, and to you especially, and our members, thank you very much. Also like to thank our sponsors, CoffeeCulture.Asia and My Beach Resort uh, in Panwa, Phuket. Thank you very much. And uh, with that, I'll say thank you and I'll try and figure out which button to press. But I thank you for watching and we'll see you next time on The Tiger.